Hola, ¿cómo estás? Welcome to the Overthought Podcast. I am Ayan and with me I have Ali and Arman. This is our first episode to, uh, together, so we hope to get better over time. Uh, we hope to provide quality content using the knowledge, experience and perspectives that we've gained over the years. Today on the podcast, we're talking about the four-year residential experience doing the IB. So what do you guys think? I mean, like, what, what, what has been your overall experience in terms of like boarding school and stuff like that? Well, I've had a longer experience then. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so... We're, I mean, okay, technically, we've only had four years, and you've had two more than that. So six. You've had six years, right? Yes, but yeah, since COVID... I'm right, not, yeah. Yeah, I've not been able to have more than that. But yeah. Ali? Oh, for me, it's just like, it feels like it's going to be a ride down the memory lane. And for that, I am excited, you know, just to refresh my memory. And of course, talk subjectively and objectively. So yeah, it'll be fun. I think, I, I feel like boarding school has been like an outlet, or not an outlet, but like a way, or just something that's been able, like a catalyst for some of the best experiences I've had in my life. Agreed, yeah. I think uh, I've, I've, I've grown and learned so much through being re- in residential because of the fact that it's put me outside my comfort zone. So... I think that in that way, in that respect, I've learned a lot. Yeah, I agree. I'd say it became my comfort zone out of the house. I liked it there more. Oh, yeah, no, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, yeah, exactly. First, it's out, you're outside your comfort zone. Yeah. And then and then in time, you, you start, it starts becoming your, your comfort, comfort zone. zone. Yeah. yeah. Especially when you're around the people that you like. and you, Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, you guys want to get into it? Yep. Uh, so we have like six questions few of them are related to each other but yeah we'll like answer them separately or like you know t- try to just integrate the answer even if that's what works so do you want me to start with the question like that we've discussed yeah just go ahead you need to ask okay so the first thing we should discuss is it's like a statement uh the residential experience has made you independent agree or disagree who wants to go first? You go first. I think, um, I mean, I've only been in the residential program for about four years before COVID. And only? That's a long time. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's a long time, agreed. But like in comparison to other people, like some other people, like you, you've done six years, you know? So, so that means you've done, you started at a much younger age than I did. So... I mean, just speaking in that respect, I feel like, um, when, like when I came to the residences, I felt like I was a little bit dependent on my parents in terms of like what I could do, what I couldn't do. And I started to realize that in boarding school, you know, just like in the residences, you realize how much you relied on your parents for your schedule or you relied on like, you know, school, like school would be something and then your parents would tell you what your day looked like. And then when you go to the residence, it's like, okay, you have school. And then literally the rest of the day is yours to plan. Yeah. And so you have to, like, you have to plan your day in terms of, like, when do you do work? And, like, yeah, we had, like, specific times to study. But, like, do you work before that? Do you have, like, more work that you need to cover that you can't do in that study time? Or do you go play sports? Or, like, you know, do you go hang out with your friends? And I think, like just in terms of like figuring out that kind of stuff in life, just like how to plan your day and how to figure stuff out for yourself. I think in that regard, it has made me more independent, yes. 
Ali? For me, uh, what I think of independence, you know, it's, of course, there are a lot of aspects to it. Later on in life, we will definitely become, of course, financially independent. And sometimes, you know, some people even like to be emotionally independent, you know, not wanting to rely on somebody else. But what happened with me is when I, when I came to the academy, I... I remember that I didn't, you know, I didn't keep in touch with my parents as often. Like, I, I wouldn't call them as often as for how attached I was with them at home. It just, it was, it was kind of a surprise. It, it, it was there, but like, I didn't realize it until I came to the academy that, you know, I just like to be on my own, like, for that long. And then just on the weekends, like, you know, when I would call my parents. So that was one one type of independence that I felt. Of course, the other one, as you mentioned, uh, like, you know, we, we have to depend on ourselves for our schedule. Yeah. That way also we're independent. And in terms of, yeah, I think one more thing that I became independent in was, you know, using my own, like, like stuff. Like for technology, uh, I, I never used my, I never had my own laptop before that, before I came to the academy. So I, I used, and because of the curriculum in my previous school, we didn't have to use a laptop or any other kind of, you know, digital resources for that matter. So when I came to the academy, I started learning these tech, the technology and like, you know, all of that, how it works and like how to use it to my advantage to excel in the curriculum. That was what mattered at that time, right? So that way, I believe like, you know, I, I started trusting myself more because I was, you know, learning these skills. So I felt proud also, but of course I, as I said, for family, I, although I, I was fine on my own, but I didn't forget that, you know, I, I have to be in touch with them and I have to, uh, like, of course they are still a part of my life. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'm curious to see what, what your experiences are. Cause I mean, you've, you came in two years before any of us. Yeah, and that was what I was going to mention. The fact that I feel like I had to kind of uh, like learn it the hard way. Because when I joined the academy, I was uh, 10. Right, yeah. And so, uh, like, it, it, it kind of just... And since I was the youngest uh, at the academy, mm-hmm. because they had taken me um, based upon the fact that my brother was also at the academy and he could basically yeah. take care of me made me also realize that how much like as you said how dependent i am on my parents yeah. but i feel like that's understandably so like any 10 year old would yeah, be, yeah yeah 100 would be and so that way i started being independent at a very very young age and so um like i had to start doing my own stuff like right. you know it, it could be as simple as oh i had to do my own laundry yeah and that was something that i was not used to yeah and that way i've been very like I've been very blessed that way that I've never had to worry about that at home. Yeah. And so, um, and so like, so like having that, even that small change yeah. was like a huge thing. It was like, huh? Like what? Yeah. Like I have to do this myself now. Yeah. And, uh, it made me realize that uh, how normal of a thing it is. Yeah. While before that, I was just like, what? Yeah. yeah it was kind of alien to me. So like in that regard, I would say it made me a lot more independent than I am, uh, than I was then. And I'm so glad that I went because I wouldn't be, because I'd still be like, huh? 
Yeah. Laundry? Like, yeah. But I mean, I mean, <laughs> it's not like you've developed in all regards. You still only use a microwave like twice. <laughs> so like, <laughs> Let us not talk about that, okay? <laughs> um, but like, okay, I have a question. Like, I mean, you went to N when you were 12, so I don't expect you to be like... 10. Oh, sorry, 10. Um, and I don't expect you to be like, oh, you know, on it in terms of chores and stuff like that. Okay. So like, were there, t- were like, were there like weeks on end where you just wouldn't do your laundry? And is there like a point where you came to like, yo, I really need to start doing my laundry because this shit skank? There was, there was a few times where I'd wear dirty socks. For how long? Maybe like, I still remember. So basically, um, for a while, like maybe I'd wear it like a week, dirty socks for a week. Okay. And then like, and then like I knew I had to wash them. Yeah. And like my roommate at the time, yeah, he'd keep complaining. Why did the room smell so bad? And he's like, and like I couldn't tell him that I didn't wash my socks. Yeah. And so like I just kind of just like I don't know like what, I don't know why the room is smelling so bad. Was there a point where you considered buying air freshener instead of just actually doing your laundry? Oh, I always had air freshener. Oh, just in case. Yeah, just, just, just in case. You never know. Right. Okay. But um, yeah. Okay. I mean, we've talked a lot about, like, independence in terms of, like, things, like, you know, how making our own schedule or, like, using technology or, like, you know, doing simple chores around the house. Um, I want to talk more about, like, independence of, like, thoughts, independence of opinion, um, just, like, sort of what has being in a residential program done for, like, you finding yourself or building yourself as a person? What has what has it done in terms of like how be, how become a better person through it? Well, I mean, not necessarily a better person, just like who you are now, and how like a residential program has contributed to that. Like Ali, I'm actually curious to see like listen to Ali's opinion on this. Whereas, what what do you think in terms of the residential experience and how it's made you more independent in terms of your thoughts, opinions, and finding yourself as a person? Yeah, I think that's that's a great thing that I would like to share my thoughts on that. As I came to the academy, I kind of had to live on my own terms, apart from, of course, the rules of the academy. Otherwise, I had to set the terms for myself. As we all discussed, you know, hygiene-wise, I had to decide. Like, you know, it was all on me, how I take care of my hygiene, about of my surroundings, right? Cleanliness is, of course, key to, to an, like, a nice quality environment right even in your own room so that definitely shapes a person that that definitely you know tells us about how a person is and so that that way i think you know in in the independence of thoughts and opinions there are of course many other aspects to it so if i if i am to mention a few more uh i'd say the way i relate with people right it was it was about that too how i connect with friends uh you know it's it's a new place and of course first of all i would i would make connections with my roommates and then you know extend into the the other people around me and then in class so i think it it was it was just a very exciting journey when it started and it is even exciting right now to to just you know go back down the memory lane so i think my, like the way I the way I chose to live, like like on what terms, that that did you know turn out pretty well. Like you know, 
there weren't really bad decisions that I regret that I made after coming, like after joining the residential program. So that's why, you know, I think it, all it did was help me grow and become a better person and like, you know, to, to get me on the path of becoming a better version of myself. So, yeah. Right. 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 Okay. What about, what about you? I think, I think uh, the academies helped me like mature in ways that I didn't think I would like, like, well, I'm, I, I've matured in ways that uh, I don't think I'd mature if I was here in Dubai. Right. Yeah. And for context, I live in Dubai. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, if, but we, uh, and so if I didn't go and study in a residential program, uh, and made the friends that I had made. Yeah. And uh, connected with the people that I did. Yeah. I look at I look at my I look at my friends like when I was younger, and yeah. and then I see them now. Yeah. And I'm like, because you are what you like attract and what, yeah, what you, you surround yourself with. Yeah, yeah, what you surround yourselves with, right? Like you're going to be heavily inspired by the people that. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, no, hundred percent. Surround so, yourself with five idiots, you'll be the sixth. Yeah, exactly. And so, like, I'm just like I would have probably ended up like <laughs> yeah yeah and it's not like they're idiots right but, yeah no. but it's like um it's like i wouldn't be happy with myself yeah if i turned if i kind of turned out that way yeah maybe yeah. it works for some people yeah but i would have not liked to have matured that way right, or taken yeah. that part of maturity if that makes sense right yeah okay and i and i feel like although no one's the perfect person and i'm not the perfect person either i'm yeah. i'm kind of proud of where where you are yeah okay. where i am Kind of. So. I, I think I'd agree in terms yeah. of like, um, in terms of like looking at my friends back then and looking at my friends now, mm. like I definitely think that I'm happy with where my life has gone and where my decisions yeah. have led so far. Um, and in terms of just like bringing it back to the idea of like independence of thought and independence of opinion, I think being in a residential program surrounded by people or ki- like kids who are so hellbent on being right all the time. Yeah. that like it's not like we weren't open to other opinions but we would try really 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 hard to prove our own and so just to have that like constant debate on everything like i remember when we used to debate over apple and like samsung and oh, our yeah. feelings would get hurt when you, like if you said something bad about samsung and i was a samsung user or yeah. like it, like we would take things so personally and it would just like 100%. fuel the fight even more. 100%. And it just like, I mean, it was the iPhone Samsung example is kind of petty, but like it, it's just like an example of like how stuff like this really challenges opinions and challenges thoughts. And it really helped me sort of um, build the strong morals that I stand by today mm-hmm. um, in terms of like morality or what I think about certain topics or, you know, and stuff like that. And it's not like I'm not open to other perspectives or other opinions that may sway my own perspective, but it's really helped in terms of me figuring out what I want to resonate with and what I'm like firm on and, you know, not and stuff like that. That's fair. I think that's fair. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, no, hundred percent. I still remember those. <laughs> oh yeah. Those are heated. <laughs> those are so heated. The, the, now, now it's more like, Oh, I understand where you're coming from. Yeah. But there's also this. I mean, now and, it's now it's all about like actually understanding like what the other guy is saying, and not just like, okay, how can I prove him wrong? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 
No, like I think you've told me things like, oh, now this this in iPhone is pretty cool. Yeah, I have it in Samsung. Yeah, exactly. And then and then I'll be like, oh, this in Samsung is pretty, pretty cool. cool. Yeah, we don't have it. Well, but yeah. Anyways, a bit off topic. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Um. Do you want to move on? Um. Yeah. So should we get into the second question? Like, you want to share anything else related to the first one? Okay. So the second question, as I said, related to the first one, it asks, do you think everyone should do it? Ooh. Should I go first, actually? Like, I'd like to share something. Would I? Yeah, sure. No, go so, for it. Yeah. Um, to share what I, what my opinion is on that, I'd just like to, you know, add some context about my own experience that I joined the academy when I was 13 years old. And I came from like a very humble financial background and there are like, you know, there was still some things I, and I, and I, and I came with like, you know, a lot of insecurities feeling like, you know, that feeling a bit vulnerable. And I think I have, I have found as you, as you said, you know, well, while we were discussing, uh, the previous question, as you said, how the academy yeah. help the residential experience helped me find myself i think that is actually a really important thing and i feel i did find myself like find out a lot about myself what i like what i hate just in terms of you know just some aspects of life one being vulnerability yeah. right and vulnerability yeah. in terms of in terms of just you know sometimes being emotionally vulnerable too that 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 came as like a a, yeah. a wrecking ball something like that like you know it just hit me yeah. so hard that I didn't realize what I was, you know, like, I was like kind of going down with that. And then it, you know, I realized that I shouldn't, you know, I, I should actually not be put myself into that vulnerable position. And I should be kind of careful. Right. So it, it helped me find out that find that about myself. So that way, I think, you know, people yeah. who are joining the residential program, they they must like you know be prepared in just mentally be prepared or have some knowledge of what what all is you know going to go down in the residential program it's not just the curriculum right the curriculum happens right, in the yeah. school but apart from that you're living with other people who can either who can become like you know the best of your friends for your life or you could you know kind yeah. of mess that up even right cuz because maybe you come with some uh, like some mentality and some thoughts and opinions already and that might jeopardize your relationship with other people which you might regret yeah. later in life so that way one person should be mentally prepared and not put themselves in a vulnerable position at all so i think that's a very important thing about joining the residential program no yeah no i definitely agree what do you, what do you think considering you came into residences pretty like at like you said 10 like do you did you face like a lot of like you know bullying or like oh yeah a ton a ton like i haven't gotten a lot i've i've not talked to a lot of people about it yeah but uh, like i know that i was either pressured into doing a lot of stuff yeah or just been call names and yeah. I was a pretty healthy I was pretty fat yeah so okay I'd be called fat pretty often um and since I was the youngest there yeah like it was easy for them 
to pick on me right, and like yeah, yeah, yeah. and it went to the point where they like people were just like um steal my stuff right yeah and so like like of course that's not cool like that's right, not okay and especially true. and they do think it with things like my phone or my laptop or like expensive stuff yeah and so like at that point i didn't like and i couldn't stand up for myself right anything. yeah so like yeah it was that way it was very hard but i feel like now is when i'm like, well not covid but yeah. like i think my uh 9th and 10th years yeah was was some of my best years we don't know if that would, 11th would have been better yeah with covid and everything <laughs> but yeah but now we'll never know i never guess we'll know. never know um yeah i mean i think in terms of agreeing with like or just touching on like an overall like an overarching idea that both of you talked about where when people think about a residential program uh, like i think the first thought is their like the academic potential and a lot of people don't take into account the social aspect of a residential program cuz like like you said you could make some of the best friends you know you could have in the residences and i know I, and and i have like some of my best friends are you know friends that i've made in the re- we're, we're friends like we're all friends made in the residential program but um i think there are some negative um sides of you know the social dynamic which i think it's just like the way it is in society and stuff like that and so i think in that sense you really need to know like ali said like what you're getting into yeah and i mean there's 100%. no there's no r- real way to say like oh this is what i'm going to experience and this is like i just need to be prepared for it and you know yada 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 but you just need to know that judgment will come mm-hmm. you know you need to know that not everyone's going to be the nicest nicest person um yeah, yeah i think that comes with anything that you're going into right yeah. like that i guess you just have to be prepared for uh i don't know not you people not liking you basically everything i mean you're, yeah. you're going into a situation you're going to live there you're going to eat there you're going to meet the you know people and you know yada 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 um and just to wrap up my thoughts on the i like the hmm. question is i think another important factor would be to consider that um staying away from your family and friends and you know like where you built a majority of your childhood is not everyone's cup of tea because I remember the day I was being dropped off in 7th grade um in the residences everyone around me was crying. Yeah. And I wasn't. And to me it was like oh am I not as close to my family? Same question. Or, like am, is there like is this not am I yeah it's like um you know is it like am I am I am I not feeling the emotions that everybody else is feeling and, and am I wrong for not feeling those emotions? But I feel like everyone has a like a varying degree of what they're okay with and what they're not okay with and I knew that going to boarding school wasn't exactly my comfort zone but at the same time I was I was like open and excited to get into that com- like into that I don't know discomfort zone you know and so I think if you're not if you and there are some people who need their family to achieve you know their personal growth and you know they need their family and friends to you know do whatever they need to do and grow as a person and all of the you know things that we talked about but there are certain people who don't and i think the residence program is a great way for those people uh, to 
a bit off topic and maybe this is a conversation for another time but uh, uh i was i just i just like it just popped into my head the first memory i have of the arms of no of like seeing you ever oh really yeah anyways yeah ali go ahead you know i i really liked when arman shared about how when people join like the residences they think about the academic aspect but sometimes forget about the social aspect yeah that was kind of like related to what i said but that made me think like you know if we were even like you know day scholars as they call it the ones who don't attend the residential but the school so even if one of us would have been part of that uh that uh, lot of the students we would have still been friends but not how great our relationship is right now right because we wouldn't have been able to spend spend that time in yeah, residences you know doing all the all the mischief that we did right that i get, i think that brought yeah. us closer together because how we you know spend that time and because of our mentalities how we just you know uh deal with people how we come across to people and there was a lot of like mindedness and there were some i don't know like i think the like mindedness was about doing mischief especially when we came into the academy for that first year right yeah no 100% and, yes and, yeah, yeah. and we were and and we were of course doing well in our academics too so you know that kept us going that is i think one source of confidence that we were good at our academics that that you know let us actually uh, connect yeah. better when we were out of that whole studying mode right so that way i i i definitely agree yeah. to that you i mean you bringing up our relationship as people in dorms i think segues into the next prompt so exactly yeah yeah the like as we're going to talk like how the residential experience has taught us how to build quality relationships right agree disagree do you want to get into that yeah I mean yeah I I think that was a perfect segue to get I struggle I think it was a perfect segue to get into talking about um you know how the residence res- residential I can speak residential experiences taught us how to build quality relationships especially because or at least this is my perspective on it where do you agree I agree I know I 100% agree I don't think there is anything disputing that because okay. it's like you're bound to make some friends some friends oh my god <laughs> you're done you're bound to make some friends at some point in time because you have roommates you're waking up with these people you're eating breakfast with these people you're going to school with these people you know you're having lunch with these people you're having dinner with these people you're gonna hang out with some of them at least after school you know like there's no point where there's no social interaction with some or the other person then you have stuff like enrichments and clubs and all of these extracurriculars and stuff like that where you're gonna meet a plethora of people you know and i just think it i i think it's very difficult it's, it's very difficult for you to build quality relationships because you know it's a two way street and there's a lot that goes into it and stuff like that but i feel like the residential program is a very good catalyst for that i i agree to some extent okay why to some extent and i'll explain why okay it's because i feel like building quality relationships Again, yeah, see, I agree that we've all built quality relationships. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like uh building quality relationships also requires you to be choosing the right people to build those quality yeah, relationships okay, with, true. right? Yeah. And so I think that when um 
when we were when we were put into a, a residential program it's basically the people that you got yeah so it's not like yeah you get what you get you yeah, get what true. you get of yeah. course i'm not saying that everyone's just bad yeah, yeah yeah right but i'm just saying that uh when we're talking about quality relationships here and and the co- and covid has taught me a lot about this yeah. is that as soon as i i i like i was so used to the fact that i always have my friends around me yeah. that as soon as i come back here and i have like none of my friends uh here yeah where i live in dubai it just like made me think like i'm just i was just like huh like what like yeah and so like again like uh and so now i have to build these quality relationships when i have no real experience of doing that because i had to build relationships with people that you know yeah. uh that were already in school so you were yeah. bound to make relationships with them so it was just like that that kind of like that way i don't agree completely of course yeah to some extent yeah no okay okay can't can't you question where do you think that um being exposed to so many people in school due to the residence like the residential program helped you in that situation while you were here like when you came here and you didn't have any like friends to hang out with physically and you know stuff like that do you think your experience in making friends in school consider basically both of us joined after you yeah so basically we came to you right and so like do you think in terms of building relationships with like new people that are just coming to you constantly became easier um in this device situation where you had to actually go out and find friends and you know build a whole social network and stuff like that no it's much harder i feel like it, it, like of course like the thing see the thing the thing i'm trying to tell you is like it was like it was like you were not going anywhere yeah you were going to stay in the dorm you were going to stay in the dorms regardless Yeah. I was going true. to stay in the dorms regardless. That's true. Right? Like over here, I everyone has their own house they can go back to. They have yeah. another 10 friends that they could turn back to. Yeah, like it's true. like it's like they're not confined to one space. Right. Right? You guys aren't confined all to one space. Right. Well, uh um their options are limited basically. Yeah. And so and so like and so it's just like you you just bound to make the fr- like you just bound to make the friendship yeah now whether that's a quality friendship or not that is now up to both of you to decide that yeah but um wh- whether you, like uh but over here it wasn't like that you could just leave whenever you want to yeah. come back whenever you want to and that goes both ways yeah i could have just left whenever i wanted come back yeah. whenever i wanted so so it's really just like that right and so but being in the residential program was different yeah so that's why i don't completely agree what about you ali you know i have this unique point that i wanted to share that the aspect of uh how much the people around you yeah. know you right not just in terms of you know you lose your uh spatial privacy that you know the person can just see you across the room and see like uh what you do when when you all are in the room together and like yeah. the divider is just like a, a gate like a gate just in the middle of nowhere right it's it's no kind of divider that that you know just divides people into very private rooms yeah. and you don't know what's happening and what the other person is up to right it's just this uh, digital privacy that you're left with now right people know yeah. what time you wake up what you do who who are the who yeah. uh who all you hang out with right 
so that way also i think people get to know you but as we yeah uh, as you all said that that does not mean quality relationships quality is about like you know when you actually connect with yeah. people i've uh, like i've used that word but what i actually mean is that you know yeah, the, yeah. not just uh, not just because of the time we like time that's spent together but it's also the ideas how much as i said like mindedness how much you know we understand each other and uh, how much we we actually like each other because of our personalities and all that so that way i think that helps build quality relationship and as i know about you that you know you right, really yeah. appreciate how when people respect each other and you really despise disrespect right i learned that about you so yeah. that way you know how we look for how yeah. we look for traits in people <laughs> yeah. that that you know make us like each other so that way as i said that person that one has to you know understand what they like yeah. in another person and they also have to become a person that is likable not in a fake way of course in like a genuine way right you have to become a likable person to actually make it not just in the residential program yeah. in the world right in in your professional like in your professional uh uh life too right and this is like you're starting off this is kind of like a training for that so i think yeah that's that's what i'd like yeah. to share yeah no completely agree yeah okay i guess we can move on Okay so the next thing is uh the residential experience has taught you how to network agree or disagree uh you can go ahead i think in essence yes um but i do feel like it's really more up to you than anything that the residential program offered um in the sense that like um a lot of like network and stuff like that comes from you know the quality relationships that you were able to build and so you know when you build a quality relationship basically you have in some way um expanded your network right in essence basically because now let's say you need something that and you know like let's say ions you know cousin does this and so i basically get a contact or you know you know i basically gain a network because of a quality relationship that i've been able to build right and so i think in essence yes but at the same time i don't think it was anything to do with the residential experience in particular right um what i think you know network in terms of with your friends and even with your teachers right like sometime in your just in your like a uh, journey through school maybe like some teacher could just help you like you know unofficially not not as like part of the uh the school but in some way like you know you need some guidance even in even for life or even for uh as a decision for school or if you know you need some kind of other help right so that way you're networking to with with elder people and also people of your own age and of course as we said it's it's only because of the quality relationships and because of the the people we get to know better that way we are building a network and as we discussed earlier that you said that your network extends into the person you know and into the people they know right and makes that kind of web so that that's yeah. that really interest right, yeah. like not interest that that 
that's like a really really important thing that your network extends into the uh, the person you know and the person the yeah. people they know right so that way i believe it's essential yeah. to network and to learn how to network yeah i think another interesting thing i think and this is more i think related to the residential aspect of this question is that um we were offered in terms you know we were offered certain internships or internship opportunities or you know just like a letting you know that these internships are available sort of thing um from you know the program and so in that sense yeah working with organizations working and you know when you're working with an organization you're bound to get to know people and you know what they do and essentially now you have a contact and now you can talk to them but if they know anyone or they can do anything and so in 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 that way i think the residential program has um a little bit of a part to play but um in essence in terms of you building a network i think um the residential program basically gave you an opportunity to figure out how to build a network and it didn't necessarily teach you how to build that network if that makes sense yeah i think i agree my my experience has been that i guess i don't know i have not really I've not it's not really taught me to network. I mean yeah. only only covid has. Yeah, exactly. 100% agree. Only covid 100% has. 100% agree. But I wouldn't say the residential again, like my thing would be we're stuck in Kerala. Yeah. We're stuck on campus. Yeah. So like what do you what do you do like is is it do you really have a lot of networking opportunities then? Yeah, that's true. I mean true. maybe maybe you could say that there there are events happening. There yeah. are you know we have uh, university friends yeah where you could network but then again who's taking that uh, yeah that seriously you know yeah and so i don't know just i i'm just i don't know if it's really helped me network but rather force me to network okay like force you to network is in like now is it now okay yeah, yeah okay fine now, fine now fine, fine, fine. yeah that's yeah, okay. what i mean Yeah, okay. But then again, I feel like that's that's not really anything to do with the residents. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I agree. Yeah, fair. So yeah. I think you know yeah. one thing we can debate on is no, I mean, I don't even think it's debatable, but we can like, you know, just weigh network against relationships and I think relationships are just way more important than building a larger network, right? Cuz I think network, I think that's just all kind of made on its own. <laughs> Right. I, of course, of course it is. Um, yeah, that's a whole debate. Yeah, I think that's a whole episode on its own. I think you need to network first and then build the relationship. Right? Um like I said, I feel like it's a whole different episode, but I like I I think we should like finish up here and then and then we can decide whether we're going to like get back to this or you know okay, yeah, whether fair, we should fair. yeah, yeah. yeah. Decide. <clears throat> okay. Right, so next uh, um, let's move on. So this has to do with the IB because <laughs> that is an essential part of our journey in the residential program the curriculum yeah. what were the advantages and disadvantages yeah. of studying the IB Let's be honest we don't so want to upset we the have other... a few different perspectives here Sorry what were you saying No 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 I'm just saying we we got to be honest what it how how it was right <laughs> Yeah no but I was also saying I think we have a few different perspectives here because 
it's not that all of us have done the IV. Okay, so let's let's try to finish. Okay, so let's let's start let's start with no, I've done the PYP. Oh, you've done the PYP. I've done one year of PYP. And the rest? MYP, I've done four. Oh, oh, right, okay, because you joined in in uh, fifth. fifth grade. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, okay. So, I've done PYP, I've done MYP, and I've done, uh, I'm doing PT. Okay. Okay, so, so we have, but you've done what other board? From CBSC. So, from one to four, CBSC, and then five to, well, 12. 12, yeah. IB. And Ali, what was, what was your... My background before joining the academy, I came from an SSC board. It's like state board. And the, the school I studied in was like a public right. school, but a Jesuit school too. Not mm-hmm. like a PPP, but, you know, a public school, but just run by, uh, like, a, a, with a religious, some kind of religious background, because it was Jesuit, I, like, if you understand that. You know? Right, okay, right, okay, okay, cool. Um, Arman? I mean, I've, I've done IB start to finish, like grade 1 through 12. I've just been IB throughout. I mean, there was a school that I was in that's kind of like an IB, IG, CSC kind of hybrid. But I think you were that... You were doing IB in that as well? Or were yeah, you doing IG so CSC? I think the IB part more applies to the PYP sort of grades. And the IB, IG, CSC hybrid sort of applies to the more... MYPDP sort of grades okay. and I left towards the end of the PYP so because PYP was still considered grade 6 when I left yeah and so I left as soon as PYP ended okay fine. so I never I never really experienced the IB IGSE like IGSE like hybrid sort of experience and more just just the IB yeah, so no, I've, okay, I've, I've only done the IB basically from grade 1 through 12 okay yeah no fair enough but uh, but you uh, like the question, what what do you think the advantages of you doing IB were? I think... Let's start with that, yeah. Doing the IB start to finish, I think the IB as a board teaches you a lot in terms of... I mean, there are criterias that are just all about real-life application. And, you know, it's, it's... I mean, like, it makes more sense in some subjects than the other, but... I feel like it really gives you a sense of what to use, where, how to use it, you know, stuff like that. It doesn't only teach you the skill and be like, I off you go, figure it out on your own. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's the skill, here's where it's used, and here's how you can use it in, you know, the like the real in life this, context. Yeah, in a real life context. Yeah. And so, um, in terms of like skill and application, I think it's great. Um, even in terms of like keeping me on my toes. Because we have like a continuous assessment system. And so you just always have to know shit. Like you just always need to be attentive and you just always need to know what's going on in class and what's going on in school. And, you know, like just in general. And it, and, and it's different to what my brother did in the IGCSEs where he could fool around the entire... I'm not saying he did it. I'm just saying he could fool around the entire year and then the night before the exam, he could just read the textbook and then, you know, go and ask the questions. Done. Yeah. So, in in terms of that, yes. In terms of the disadvantages, it's kind of like that triangle that you see on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, where it's just like you can only have one thing or two things, where it's like a social life, good grades, and sleep. And you sort of have to pick two out of those three. Mm. And, I mean, there are I feel like there are students who manage to get all three, 
I'm not one of those students. Yeah. Uh, like I have to pick one of the two and more often than not I I I I pick my social life and my sleep <laughs> and my grades suffer for it but um like yeah I think I it is it is very difficult it, it, like you have to be on it all the time and it's not exactly easy to do that. But, I applaud the people that can do all three. Oh yeah, no 100%. They're I feel like they're elite. Like there's yeah. no like you know competition. Ali I I I'd really like to talk about that too but I'll come to that later what I'd like to share first is like I would very much appreciate the IB curriculum for how challenging it is and for it to live up to you know what it says of uh having a holistic approach to uh, learning and skill development yeah. I'd really agree to that but of course let's be honest that has you know put us through a lot of struggle i have struggled myself to get you like you know to cope with the curriculum to cope with uh the assignments and tasks and the pace at which uh it moves ahead so that way i think yeah. the struggle is there and it, it's there for many students and even the one who are like really great achievers for them it's not like anything easy either it's just that some way they are just yeah. way more organized and and maybe they come from such a background that enables them with that capacity to uh to deal with the kind of challenges that this curriculum puts forth but in my case i yeah. think you know but still the struggle has been worth it that's what i that's what i intend to say that the struggle yeah, yeah. has been worth it and i'm still you know in that journey which i'm yet to complete and the result is you know kind of unknown and because right now my my performance has seen like a drastic change to be honest and what it what i need is to then like is to then change it again so it so it's going to be a, it's it's like a like a very special journey now that i've gone behind and i need to come back on so that way i think yeah. you know the ib has has changed me as a person because of the kind of curriculum it is and but still i very much agree that yeah. it helps a person grow in a holistic way so yeah where are you yeah. i think the biggest advantage to taking ib is the fact that there's so many different ways you could approach things like we oh, have yeah. we have uh, we have for let's let's just take math as a subject yeah Okay, and then you've got. I mean, I wish, uh, to be honest with you, I wish IAs counted IAs, which are are uh, internal assessments. Internal assessments. Yeah. I wish they counted more for our grade because now they only count for twenty percent of the grade. Yeah. And so, IAs, I feel like I'm able to do so well at because, right. and it's not because of the fact that oh, I don't have to uh, like solve equations. Solve equations in. uh and it's not like i don't have the knowledge and i and the fact that i can just search it up yeah. it's not nothing to do with that it's just because of the fact that like there are like that everyone's brains are wired differently yeah some people can not just work under pressure right, yeah. under time frame yeah. like and i think that's not that's not realistic like yeah. who's going to give you a math paper yeah and then say you have 50 minutes to solve this yeah. if you don't like your job is revoked right yeah 100% so like in my head it's just like but uh, the ia is just allow you to explore things to yeah. you know like to actually um 
and stuff like that so like it's just like so it just i feel like it just allows me to uh do so many things while uh, and have that flexibility while you know um just normal school wouldn't allow me to do that yeah i agree i mean in just in terms of what you said where like in the real like in in a real life context no one's going to hand you a paper and be like you have 15 minutes to solve this if you don't do it you yeah, get a job yeah 100% and then it's not like they on top of that they're going to be like and you can use a calculator or and you can't google answers so like to me i completely agree with you in the sense where i mean yeah there are like science subjects and math subjects where you really need to know your shit you know and like i completely agree that you know knowing stuff is important and you shouldn't rely on just like you know not knowing stuff and calculators and google and stuff like that however speaking in terms of a real life context like you were saying i'm not go- for most for most careers or most job interviews i'm not going to go and give them a 7000 word essay about my achievements and my goals and aspirations and what i can do and what yeah. i can't resumes were told are supposed to be a page or less because the, the people don't want to read more than that or the people don't have time to read more than that and we're coming from a system that teaches us oh you need the more you write the better because that's the that the more analysis the better the more you know like overthinking the better you know um and i feel like it, it it makes sense in terms of research and science and math and stuff like that but at the same time i feel like for a majority of kids it's not a very efficient way to teach them yeah you know because resources are available in 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 real life resources are available regardless of what career you do you're going to be able to use a calculator you're going to be able to google stuff you're going to be able to like refer to as many resources as you want to do anything that you want you know and so in that sense i don't agree with the whole idea of time frames and exams and i mean i guess it's not just an ib thing it's like a whole education system thing and um ali and i have had our own like personal 2 hour conversations about this and like i think the the perspective of the whole education system can be discussed like again in a in a later episode but like i do i do i do agree with you yeah no 100% um you guys want to move on ayan what did you got to say in terms of now we're good bro no, no, anything else yeah Say, so I say okay 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 i think we already discussed this but uh what is the holistic experience of the ib residential program maybe it's just like a conclusion thing ah uh, yeah i guess so i mean i think we've covered a lot of a lot of the question now that i think about it um but mm, i think the way i can summarize it is just the ib is a difficult board you know um the residences teach you how to manage your time and manage your life and stuff like that and so i think there's always the time some, they go hand in hand i think there's always something to do but they yeah, can't no, be gone on yes there's always something to do you can like, never say oh i have nothing to do <laughs> yeah you'll never go back home thinking or go back to the top <laughs> and think oh oh i have no work today yeah. like And chances are if you do go to the dorm or like whatever and say oh I have no work chances are you're procrastinating. Ah uh, yeah 100%. Oh no ch- not chances are you, you are, are procrastinating. procrastinating. <laughs> I swear I've procrastinated so much. 
<laughs> it's it's yet in me. I think that's a relationship that the residential experience has really taught me how to build. My relationship with procrastination. 100%. It's just, it's as and strong it's like, as ever. You know, we've been going solid for 6 years. And it's like your parents can't don't tell you anything. Oh, they can't. They don't even know what's happening. Yeah. So so like it's just like it's just like you know like you do what you want. You do, you do what you want and then yeah. you and then that those are the repercussions of your actions, yeah. yeah. So I mean, overall my experience I'd say as a holistic experience, maybe not in IB or residential program like per se, but just my like I said in the beginning, my experience with dorms is that I've had some of my best memories there and I don't 100%. think I would trade them for anything else. Yeah. for sure like it it's been yeah it's just been the best time of my life i i i you know say that has yeah done, has done, has done. Done. yeah let's hope let's hope uh, oh yeah let's hope school opens or at least i hope school opens i don't know if i feel the same way but i think that's a conversation for yeah, another yeah that's a conversation for another time yeah that's true that's true do we do we just want to end with like some any other thoughts about the academy maybe like apart from these questions anything else like how you feel like i said or... best time of my life wouldn't change for anything else that's that's all i have to say yeah and i think the most unique yeah definitely the most unique <laughs> the most i unique. feel like we have stories that <laughs> um <laughs> you wouldn't find in most boarding schools yeah seriously though yeah like not just the like uh because of the residential program we got to we got many other opportunities because of that i'd say like we we went to the we went to the camp yeah. do you remember that one for which we got a medal the bronze medal oh iyp, IYP. yes that, iyp that yes. one so, like you know all those kind of experiences even working in theater productions that's been an amazing journey yeah right, right? so all yeah. of that together with with our other friends not just us you know the other people who were who were with us like it's just been such a memorable yeah. time i it's not about not forgetting it's just being so grateful and just just you know wanting to cherish those moments for the rest of my life that's what i'm that's that's what i love about you know being part of the residential program until now hopefully starting yeah. again in next grade but let's see how that goes hopefully 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 I just want to graduate on the academy. I I want to see the sun <laughs> that they go up with all of us. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. Anyways, uh that was the episode. Well, we hope that you guys learned something and you guys found it interesting. Uh tune in next time because we're going to be talking about uh tech and status. But until then, adios.